Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. This is Ken Rashawn on Amplified Voice America. And what a beautiful day here in the D.C. area. It is actually showing signs of spring. So exciting. We have a great guest, a guest that I can relate to at the highest level because he has seen the world and he believes in connecting with the world. So we are so excited to have a great conversation with Colby Jones. Andrea, how are you? I am hunky-dory, and yes, it does feel like spring here. Super excited about all of the sun that has been shining. And I'm excited about what's been going on with the Keep Smiling movement as well. So I don't know if you want me to share that first or thank our sponsors first. Uh, Well, I... I want to do both actually so i don't know what to do first let's well, how uh, would i do the sponsors and then i'll give the floor this, back to you well no let's do the sponsors first and then we'll come back and we'll talk about what's exciting <laughs> about the key smiling movement all right sounds great so we want to thank our sponsors our sponsors include voice america influencers channel perfect publishing big events usa the umbrella syndicate the emf fix MyMakeupLady.com, Lynn Benavides, and of course, the Red Carpet Connection. And our charity of choice is the Keep Smiling Movement, which segues us right back to the Keep Smiling Movement. By the way, Ken is the co-founder of that. Not only your host here on Amplified is Dr. Ken Rashan, but Dr. Smiley, aka Dr. Smiley, is the co-founder of the Keep Smiling Movement, for which I am the executive director. And we have been working on the Dose of Hope series I'll go ahead and show it here. Woohoo! We are uh, getting ready to publish uh, part three. Super exciting. And we've had some people reach out and say some fabulous things. As you can see, the interpretive dance now demonstrated by Dr. Ken Rashan. No, that was um, defending people that are hopeless with hope. Awesome. I love that you're putting that energy out there for them. So tell us what's been happening with it. I'm excited about it. Well, if you're excited about it, then you could tell them. <laughs> okay. Well, what I'm are you excited about? To. Well, I am excited that we have come to an agreement that we are scholarshipping and providing gift certificates for people who are influencers, movers, and shakers to be able to give the gift of uh, being able to be included in the Keep Smiling Dose of Hope series with their inspirational story so that they are published, that they're seen, that they're connected, that they leave a legacy. And this $36,000 value is actually gifted to them as they by are Colby. nominated. Like Colby. No, as by they are Colby. nominated by Well, true, by Colby as well. And Colby Jones is our guest today. <laughs> and um, I nominated Colby to be in it. And he is super excited. And we'll be sharing that. In a so what you're telling me is that we just put $36,000 of publicity marketing right into Colby's pocket like that? Um, yes, and more than that, we told, uh, or we're, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to have the privilege of being able to nominate four people into that uh, same uh, situation. This almost sounds him. like a pay it forward type of scheme. It sounds like a pay it forward. And I don't know if scheme's the right word, but. Uh, <laughs> well, scheme has a negative connotation, but actually, a scheme is a plan. A scheme can be a positive, wonderful thing. And so that means it's over, you know, what, what is 36 times 5, Ken? Because it's Colby's gift plus four more. Like 150K, something like that. There you go. <laughs> so talk about that. So for those of you who have had the privilege of uh, publishing with us before and I feel honored to have been included. All right, I'm ready. Um, you know, I'm ready. So you're, ready you're, walk, you're walking through life. You're doing all these great things in life. And then all of a sudden someone says, man, you've been doing some great things in life. We'd like to give you $36,000 in publicity. So you've heard of uh, Google giving $120,000? Have you heard of that? So yeah. Google gives $10,000 a month to people that have nonprofits or are doing great things in the world, and they can get behind it with $10,000 in ad campaigns that help them really show up. So we're not as big as Google, but 36000 is actually quite a bit of publicity. And how that actually uh, translates is $3,000 a month into a social proof uh, campaign 
publicity, getting out there, having 500 authors say that your story is just as good as theirs. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic way to put it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm excited is because people get to have a legacy that they never knew. And, and what I found is so many people that they're, um, you know, we, we had a conversation about this this last week sitting among some friends and we realized that people didn't know their story they didn't know why they were doing what they did they didn't know why it was important to them and it's so funny that you could be with an, a leader of a company or a among peers and your peers don't really understand why you're doing what you're doing it's like somehow missed and so it's that missing that we're now creating that people get to know who you are and why you do the things that you do and how you actually create a difference in the world Absolutely. You know, there has been some confusion. I guess there's a lot of people out there getting like these emails possibly that there's a ton of money in a Nigerian bank that needs to be transferred. What's your routing number? And so we have this stigma about a free gift and we have a stigma about what's the catch. And we have a stigma about you're doing great things in the world. So we're going to punish you. So all that aside, if you're doing great things in the world, let us know. And there is no catch. There's no anything negative about it. We just want to honor you for doing great things in the world. And I you know, know that's a new approach, but that is actually <laughs> the approach. And it has to do with value equals value. It does not actually equal what you pay. So let's say Colby Jones is going to share with us enough information that causes you to make an extra $100,000 next year. The value would be that it could be potentially $100,000 of value in the show, but you didn't spend any money. You listened to it and you cultivated what you could use it for, and it caused you to make an, an extra 100000 So that was the value of the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's and the show bring, does bring great value. So we want to remind people, if you too would like to be a sponsor of Amplified with Ken Rashawn and the Voice America Influencers Channel, reach out to us and we'll be happy to do that. You can reach out to us through uh, just Google Andrea Adams Miller or Ken Rashawn, our information will pop up. It's readily available and we will provide that to you or you can reach out to us through Voice America Influencers Channel well, as well. Well, you bring on Colby Jones, Dag Nabbit, and sorry for the... Uh crossing the line there but we want Kobe Jones on the air well I will right now so I will first uh, let you know how I met Colby uh, Colby and I became fast friends we are in a mastermind together so while I'm telling you about this I will bring him on screen uh, so we met uh, in Spice Nation. So Spice Nation, Spice is like a dinner party fun thing. Uh, Colby's on the air with us. Yay, I can see him now. And, um, and, and during Spice Nation, it's, uh, it's a networking group where they get together, have a dinner. Um, everybody gets to introduce each other and they get to share part of who they are and part of their world. And Colby, um, him and I just became fast friends. He's a fun, wonderful, and interesting. And he is all things travel. Mind you, look at his pink flamingo suit. Of course, he's all about travel. And he has been since birth. By the time he was three, he was climbing the Great Wall of China. He toured Japan and Korea. Since then, he's been over 100 plus cruises, so many that he has completely lost count. He's been over to 80 different countries and many of them seven times or more. He has owned his own travel agency for 16 years. Yes, I know it looks like that means that he's um, been having his own travel agency since he was 10 because he looks so youthful, <laughs> but he got into it when he was 20. So he's actually older than he looks. He has since scaled the business over the last 16 years to award, to have awards and inclusion from every cruise line, working with actors, musicians, astronauts, sports moguls, and recently two of the major U.S. political parties. And he's even been, you know, cooperating with different um, sports agencies like NFL and having all these great conversations with um, other influencers in the speaker and author world as well, as well as people on Clubhouse. He's also started a new travel company that centers around those that run retreats, masterminds, 
and summits, hence our author speaker's world. He's a single dad. He loves to travel with his son. Ken is also a father of a, a single uh, one son. And uh, he loves sports, plays hockey, and believes strongly in philanthropy and bettering the planet. And that is Colby that I'm talking about. And um, Colby has not yet authored a book. And that's something that we would love for him to do to keep his legacy out there. So we're exciting about having him write his Keep Smiling story. So Colby, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I did like five jumping jacks when you told me about this $36,000, but uh, you couldn't see me doing it, which is probably a good thing. Well, that is actually not good. We want the world to see that there is excitement in receiving $36,000 oh, in publicity. So now you have you to do them on air. So one. <laughs> you, you know what? Right, you can... we'll <laughs> <laughs> so, Colby, where are you uh, at right now? Well, I am in Parker, Colorado, uh, digging out of two and a half feet of a big blizzard that we had. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but here in Colorado and moving things forward business-wise as the cruise industry and the travel industry starts to recover from our good old friend COVID. So the green screen behind you is so that you can put that two feet of snow behind you after the show? <laughs> yeah, I kind of <laughs> let somebody think, you know, I was actually working, right? No, this is um, this is my little green screen studio that I have. Um, I film a lot of YouTube how-tos, things about travel, where to travel, interviews with um, top travel people, cruise lines, hotels, etc. So th and, this is where and, the magic happens. And the suit you're wearing, do tell. This is the best suit in the world. I know. Well, I it's, know that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Don't say like, what we know. We already know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, what is it? The, you know, the, the face only a mother could love or something. That's, that's, that's this. Suit. Yes, it's my pink flamingo suit. It's kind of my calling card. So anybody knows that if they see me in this suit, I'm in business. I'm in business mode and I'm, I'm ready to talk travel. Yeah, you're happy mode. Okay. Yeah. So there's so many things to talk about. I have uh, two books that... I will send to you after the show that will be hopefully something that ignites and inspires you to do your books because you are a wealth of knowledge and sharing stuff on podcasts is definitely awesome and radio shows and TV. But what is, I think, even killer more than that is legacy. So I'm going to send you this bad boy. It's a little pocket guide on how to get to 100 countries. And since you have practically done that. I'd love your input in this book, sure. but I, I have a book called Art of Travel, which is just pictures I've taken from all over the world. And I can't wait to have this conversation with you on how what you're doing helps people be more abundant <clears throat> and how your download of your brain and your heart turns into a legacy piece. So those are my two intentions in this. How about that? hundred percent. That's, that's fantastic. Absolutely. So yeah. we start, we start with uh, your childhood because that's a great place to start with. When did you first become excited about traveling the world? I mean, something happened that caused you to be who you are. So what is it? You know, it, it definitely starts as uh, Dr. Andrea said earlier, when I was three years old and climbing the great wall of China, it's some of my earliest memories. Um, I, in fact, I don't really have too many. I, I have a few that it was super cold on the great wall. I wanted to keep going, drag my dad with me like another hundred yards. My mom and grandma turned back. And I remember that. Uh, the, Why did they turn back? It was, it was like a blizzard. It was extremely cold. And so it was like Colorado, right? In yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was today. It was today on the Great Wall. So why uh, were they there? Why were you there? My mom was a flight attendant for United Airlines. So she had, you know, the travel benefits and could fly anybody anywhere in the world. And this was back in the 80s. Um, so that was that was on her list, and she wanted to take the family with her. So I am not doubting your words. I am just curious because I lived in India for a year when I was five, and I went to an all-Indian school. And quite honestly, I don't remember that because the school, there were no photos, but all my experiences outside the school was photographed. And so I saw that, and so it became my reality that it actually happened. So when you were at the Great Wall of China – is the photos of you being at the Great Wall and in China that helped you keep these memories, cause the memories, or are they the memories? That's a great question. It's kind of funny, and I'll tell you a little story on the side of that, too. Um, we don't have any photos. <laughs> <laughs> so everything I have... Who's taken down? <laughs> it's, it's right in here. Um, and like I said, I don't have too many memories. Um, I remember the Great Wall. I remember the driver trying to get me to eat a fish eyeball when we went for yep. lunch. That's catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't remember if I did or did not eat it. And my right. parents don't remember either, but I remember very specifically 
about that. But one thing I do remember very well is when we were, we just finished China and that was a, when Tiananmen Square, that whole thing was happening. Um, yep. And I don't remember any of that, but we hopped over to Korea right afterward. And I do remember Korea because at the time I was a very good looking blonde haired, blue eyed boy. And obviously not really a fine wine, so I didn't age very well. But <laughs> in the 80s, they didn't have a lot of blonde-haired, blue-eyed babies rolling around the streets. And so we were on the news. And I remember that very well because I had to sit still and smile, and they kept touching my hair. And so it was, it was very interesting. <laughs> no way. Way. That's you? That's me. Great wall. <laughs> and it's actually one of the first countries I went to. And that's why when I read your bio and I read what you're doing, you are automatically my brother. Yes, sir. Automatically. I got that photo. Uh, gosh, I was in my like, 20th country and I was doing a, an Asian. You're going to love this one, actually, Colby. Uh, and I've never shared this on the air. So I'm not at all trying to steal the show, but I am trying to share with you that I am so enthusiastic about the stories we're going to share together, not yeah. only on the air, but afterwards. But <clears throat> um there was a ty- there was some type of uh, typhoon or something happening in the China Sea, and it prevented me from going to Vietnam and um, t- Taiwan and a couple other places. And we were so sad because I was part of the cruise, but I did get to go to the China Wall, and that's the photo. And I look at that as <clears throat> that is so symbolic of actually living life, the adventure of actually putting your stamp on your living. So, what part of your first travels caused you to say? This is my career. This is my identity. You know, it's funny. It, it's always been in my blood. Um, I've traveled my entire life. Um, traveled my entire life. But the actual moment that you were just asking for right there, uh, it wasn't until college that I actually realized that that's where it was. But looking back, it had been there the entire time. I just never opened my eyes to it. Where did you go to college? Uh, Metro State. Denver Metro State. Okay. In Colorado, yep. And at yep. that point, how, how far had you been? Did you calculate how many countries or anything? At that uh, point? Not at that point, but to give you an ex, I've been to a lot by then. Okay. <laughs> I've been to a lot. Yeah. It pro- I don't know. I'd say at least 50. Um, and that's, that's kind of <clears throat> when I looked back and knew because in high school, my mom would fly the, the Beijing or Shanghai trip, which is just you fly from San Francisco to Beijing, you land at like five in the evening, you have all day the next day, and then it about seven in the morning, you fly back home. And I would run that trip with her all the time. She'd just say, hey, Colby, I'm flying to China. You want to go with me? I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And my friends would be like, you want to fly 15 hours each way for one day in China? Yeah, uh-huh. I did it. I did it all the time. Hey, there was a song written one night in Bangkok. I mean, get with it. That's what they need to get with. <laughs> so, the Doobie uh, Brothers? Uh, no, it's actually um, somebody Murray. Um, it's not Bill Murray. But it's somebody, Murray, wrote that song. He was a one-hit wonder. I'll get that at the break. But I want to say a couple things about Murray Head. Murray Head, yes. Murray Head, okay. It wasn't his last name. It was his first name. Good job. (laughs) So um, I want to say a couple things so you know that I really feel, love, appreciate, and am so excited about the show. So one, when you travel, you meet people that are designing a life they love, and you have the most extraordinary conversations that can change your life. That's one. Number two, those same people can tell you about a book they read that gives you freedom in the world. And three, they're just loaded with wisdom on how to become abundant, period. And so my favorite thing is that you get away from your space and your dogma of what you think life is, and you get to read a book that you never would have had time to read. You get to talk to people and actually recreate your life. So I just want to say that's why I'm excited about you being on the show, because you do that for people. We do. We absolutely do. And that's, that's what it's all about. Travel is not a competition. It's an experience that we, we get to share together. It's, it's the best. So I know you get this question all the time because I do. And here it goes. Here's the, can you hear me? Maybe. My volume went out again. Okay. If you want to, you can take, uh, you can take one ear off and, or take the, uh, the headset off if that helps. I'd rather have a show with you where you can hear me than that you're having technical issues. So don't worry about that. Is that good? I got you now. Yes. Okay. And by the way, you sound fine. So okay. the question I get all the time is what's your favorite country? And you know, that's like asking someone that has 12 kids, what's your favorite kid? So um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the cliche question, but I'm going to obviously allow the more creative question, which is why. And also what were some of the contenders? So take two or three minutes to 
have some fun with that question. You got it. Um, the one that immediately comes to me is Cambodia. Mine too. I, I swear really? to God. Yes. Yes. I can vouch, I can vouch that he yeah. says Cambodia. I put that every okay. single time. Cambodia is the number one place. I can't wait to hear your answer, and I'm going to tell you mine, and then you're going to say yes. He definitely is telling the truth. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yep. Um, so, you know, I've been everywhere. I've seen all the ruins, all the temples, the pyramids in Egypt, Machu Picchu. Done them all. Yep. The, the temples, the ruins. You've done Jordan? Okay. You've done Petra? I have not. I have I not done Petra. Petra. That's why I asked. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's... It's on the list. Haven't Good. been over there yet. We're going. We're going. We're going. Absolutely, we're going. Andrea, you got to come too. Absolutely. Oh, thank yep. you. It's on She's the air. And you did Royal Taj, right? I mean, Taj Mahal. No, not the Taj. Have okay, not so, done the Taj. So I have not done the Taj. So we are. That's we're very talking, important to me. Talking the language, That's like right? Top, top, number one. It's <laughs> super high on the list. So we're, we're we we can round up Jordan and uh, India right there at the same time and, and Let's do it. Do you know that? Uh, do you know that Cambodia is the only country in the world that uses the historic temple in its flag? There's no other country that uses a temple in their flag. I did not know that. I'm there for you, buddy. I am there I for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go go with uh, why Cambodia. Oh, okay. So the ruins, the temples in Cambodia are completely unmatched. Angkor Wat is amazing. But then you have the smaller ones, Anger, Tom, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I the mean, forest, these places. The forest ones. Yeah. yeah. You're literally lost in the jungle. It's like the movie, The Jungle Book. Yep. And there's monkeys everywhere. And you're My just waiting. Book for too. The... Okay. See? <laughs> see? And, and the whole time I was just waiting for Sher Khan, the giant tiger, to come out. Like, you well, know, I was trees. wearing my Bagheera shirt right now oh. for, for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Was he the the bear? Or the, no, that was the, Black Panther. Panther. Blue Panther, was okay. the bear. I mean, oh, Blue, that's right. Yes, I'm I'm a lovable guy. I try to be, but I'm no Blue. I am I am oh. definitely. Oh, back you here got up. the black shirt on and the black <laughs> headphones, so I can see it. So Very I agree sleek. with you on the temples and the ruins, it, uh, unmatched and and in so close proximity that in 24 hours you can actually see so much if you wanted to just go in as as we said that one day. Yep, absolutely. And in addition to that, you can still go through the, the temples. You can still climb through them and go into the different rooms and, and caverns and whatnot, where Egypt or those other places, you're just standing on the side like you're at a museum. You know, it's roped off. That's right. Yeah. And then, of course, then we have the people there, amazingly nice people. Mm-mm-mm. The best people <laughs> in the world. And I'm going to interject right now because I don't want – I know that what you're saying is truth, but I want you to hear that I actually understand what you're saying. So I have to say this. I always say that Cambodia is my favorite country because when I was there, I was treated like a person that was family. Right? The, the, the hospitality is unbelievable. If you try to give them a tip, they actually say it's, it's our pleasure. And I've never seen anything like it. And then their belief system is that the way they live this life gives them their future life, their, their next life. And so that's why I, I wanted to interject that because I wanted you to know that is why I picked it number one. We, we, we see eye to eye. I mean, we, we've got it. <laughs> we've yeah, got it. I love the, that country. There's just so nice. And- well, there's another part to it that I love, and it's, a, it's kind of a – it's not sick, but it's weird. Is That is the only country I know of that has such a high index of happiness and smiles and hospitality and love, yet they lose half their children on average to dysentery. Uh, the average family has like 10 or 11, 12 kids, and they have five – or six as a result of the, the amount of disease there is in that country. And it's a crazy that they can be so gracious. You're absolutely right. They have a pretty terrible backstory. I mean, there's still 2 million landmines unaccounted for. Yep. I mean, and, and you know, cause you've been there. I mean, you'll see kids walking around with one leg or missing an arm yep. because they stepped on one, just walking through a field. And, 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 the, and their houses are in stilts and yeah, still houses. Yep. And then and, the whole, obviously, Pol Pot. I mean, I don't want to take this to oh, a yes. very dark place, but mm-hmm. you know, that genocide. And, 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 and the uh, floating village? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know, village. man. I wish I could put pictures up right now. I should have I should have loaded them and put them on the green screen behind me like you did. I, I didn't think about that. Well, I'll tell you what. This is our first conversation. And when you finish your travel book, I promise you, you will be one of our very unique guests that is brought back to show the world the world. I love it. How about that? I'm committed to that because what you're sharing on this show is that people staying in their box doesn't allow them to think outside the box, first of all. But secondly, God gave us a planet to explore and gave us a planet to actually 
embrace that there's humanity that have differences and those differences are to be celebrated. And what you're talking about is that you become abundant when you actually understand all that. hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're awesome, Colby. I mean, (laughs) my gosh, I mean, we're in the first, we we just had 29 minutes go like that. So we got to go to break and I'm like, I'm mad. I'm mad. We have to go to break. But uh, Andrea, if you take us to break with our sponsors, include Colby and her, his future book. (laughs) Well, we want to thank our featured sponsor, and that's bees.social, bees.social, also Bees Social Community on Facebook, and that is a global decentralized processing system and education system about cryptocurrency for the people by the people, also the Umbrella Syndicate. The Perfect Publishing, Voice America Influencers Channel, the EMF Fix, MyMakeupLady.com, Lynn Benavides, and uh, who am I forgetting? I am forgetting someone important. Colby Jones' and I new book. Right now. Uh, Colby Jones and his new book, <laughs> uh, Big Events USA, The Umbrella Syndicate. And, of course, please be always thinking of the KeepSmilingMovement.com. We thrive and survive on donations so that we can continue to spread legacy, hope, and love through smiles to people all over the world to give them the resilience and the hope and belief that they can have another day and live into the possibility of happiness. So please reach out to the keep smiling movement.com with your donations. And we'll be back after these messages. Wait a second. I have the possible chapter title and we're leaving for break. And that is smile at the world and you'll have a world of smiles. Boom. We're going to break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome, welcome. This is Ken Roshan on the Influencer Channel of Voice America. And just to show this show was not... Um, practiced or rehearsed, we did not have Colby show all these amazing photos of Cambodia, and we both were absolutely shocked that we both think Cambodia, 206 countries in the world, that it is the number one country to not only visit, but to stay in, to learn about gratitude, to learn about humanity, to just see history uh, at the highest level. And I'm excited about this second segment because he's going to share with you why your business will thrive, why your experience of life will thrive as a result of traveling. So Colby, what a great first segment. Thank you so much for that. And I, I hope that, that that exit of that of that chapter title got your wheels turning a little bit on what you could write about. It absolutely did. And I can't believe the conversation went by that fast. I had to check my phone when you said it. I was like, what? But uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I had a little epiphany during the break uh, because you got my mind just whirling at a very high speed. One is that music is the universal language, which means in the globe of earth, if you hear music and it, it's cool music, you're going to dance. And it doesn't matter if it's from Cambodia or from Africa or from U.S. or Australia, wherever. And a smile is a universal expression. But you, sir, are the gateway to experiencing both those universal experiences. <laughs> try to be. <laughs> I try to be. You are. So someone calls you and they're a novice. They don't know what to do. What is the approach you take to help someone expand their mind? And I'd like to hear actually some of the lingo of the benefits of not just working with you, but of what it is to travel. Sure. So the first thing is we need to establish what the goal of this trip is. You know, for some people they're burnt out at work and they just need to forget the world. 
right? Other people, it's, hey, we're taking the family. The kids have never seen anything. We need to show them what life is like elsewhere. You know, it, it could be one of a hundred different things. So we're going to go through that and work through them to find out exactly what it is. And then we need to find out the type of vacation that works best for them too. Maybe it's a land stay, maybe it's a cruise and all inclusive. Maybe it's just a scuba diving trip or they're going to go backpack, um, you know, for a month on end or whatnot. So we, we have to work through all these different things and just get that information out of them so that we can curate and just make the absolute perfect vacation for them. Um, and then once we've got that, then we, sorry, what was the other part of your question? Cause I was leading up to it. Well, I forgot. It is what the benefit that you're actually expressing to them. They're going to have not just working with you, but that they're going to experience so that you, they get really excited. Yes. Okay. So first of all, working with someone like me, you don't pay me anything. A lot of people have this connotation that you have to pay travel agents. And while there are a bunch out there that do, I'm not one. So you, you don't pay me for anything. I, I like anytime. to interject, but yes. they pay if they don't work with you because they pay in mistakes. They pay, in, yep. they pay in valuable time being actually missed and they sit on a beach and they don't know that three miles away was some amazing experience they could have had. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to toot my own horn, but I do kind of have only five star reviews only. <laughs> Uh, but that's the exact reason. Uh, and people, by the way, that's another reason I brought you guys together. You guys both are all about five star reviews. Uh, Ken has over nine hundred and ninety five five star reviews. Uh, Colby, I'm sure you have that as well. Yeah, I don't even know how many we have. Uh, in fact, we well, just, you lost count of them, just like you lost count of the countries. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but yes, you, you you totally nailed it. People aren't trained to know this stuff. They don't know, and they're not supposed to know. And the industry doesn't want them to know, but I want them to know because well, I'm a volume-based guy. I, you're getting me too excited again. I want to interject something that makes you so unique from other travel agents. You've been there. Like most travel there. agents <laughs> actually are in the business of selling the travel, not necessarily living it. Yes. One, one thing I'll tell you, and this, I, I heard it when I was 20. It was one of my first trips and I was on what they call a FAM, which is a familiaration, familiaration trip. That's with travel agents. Petra. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and the one travel agent was just like, well, I think I could have looked that up in a book or a brochure. <laughs> and I was just like, like, what? No. Well, I had to they stop can looking. look it up in a book or a brochure. <laughs> then what good are you? you yeah. And that's like saying, no well, that's like saying I've been there because I looked it up in a book. Yeah. The brochure. And, and, you know, I had to actually let go of a travel agent because she messed up a really huge trip. It was 22 countries in Europe. And she messed it up by not telling me that I needed an extra, um, uh, what is it? Some, when you need visa. your passport, a visa. Yeah. I needed a visa for my wife and she didn't have it. So it actually destroyed our entire 23 because we didn't have it in time. Oh, and, that's the worst. and I remember going back in my mind and she said, I said, have you been to these places? She goes, no, I haven't. I said, well, where have you traveled? And she says, either Canada or Mexico. And I was just thinking in my mind, I was thinking that does not count. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't count. It, it absolutely doesn't. It's kind of like I mean, the That's like saying I went to Vegas and I saw the Eiffel Tower there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw the Eiffel Tower and New York at the same time. Yeah, no, it, it's like the stove is hot. You can tell somebody the stove is hot, but until you actually touch it and know how hot it is and have experienced it, then you'll know what it's like. Well, and also love. You can't say you need to know what love is. And they go, I've read about love. Come on. Is that better? Come on. Is that That's better? Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will keep me smiling. The stove, the stove will not. <laughs> exactly. But the pain, the, the, the stove, as Andre would say, is the pain point that are you going to leave life with never knowing what it is to experience heat or um travel, et cetera. But the love part is, man, if you don't experience that, you're not alive. And when you travel, you actually connect with the world. You can't connect with the world unless you get out of your space. You're right. And that's actually backed by science. This is backed by science. I mean, what we said earlier was totally science too, but um, with you and I and our, our connection. <laughs> uh, but there are studies after study after study that show people when they go on vacation, are more productive when they get back. They're more yep. productive before they go on vacation. Their sex life is better. Their marriage is better. They take better care of just their house. It, it's the weirdest thing. Literally every single thing that someone can do is improved when they have a vacation on the books. It, it's, it's the craziest thing. Well, it's because you are actually living. 
Yeah. Everything else, because work is not living. Work is actually paying to live. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You're absolutely right. And, and what's interesting is if you book a trip that you can't afford, magically, you'll work harder to actually create that trip where it doesn't cost you anything. You're 100% right. And the funny thing is, think of all your favorite trips that you've ever done. And maybe the people listening, think about it right now in your head. Your favorite trip. Do you remember how much it costs? Do you remember what you paid for it? Probably not. Right. Most people remember the experience. That's what they talk about at Thanksgiving dinner as, hey, remember when we did this? Or remember when mom fell off the boat into the water in the Nile River or something? You know, I don't know, whatever. Like, that's well, what gets remembered. I want to, because we are so short in time, I mean, the next 15 minutes are going to go like this, the way the last one did. I want to ask a question because it's such a deep question for someone like you. Um, can you tell me in a minute or two the bucket list? Because you've lived and you've actually experienced the world, what do you know you haven't experienced that is a bucket list like you have to do it before you leave this planet? Well, you named two of them, the Taj and uh, Petra. Those okay. those are absolutely Can I Can I name there. your third one? And not, not necessarily in order, but can I name it? Yeah. Antarctica. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> go with it from there. Go with it from there. Yeah, go, so, so with that, and then I think the last one for me is slightly off a different direction is I want to be able to say that I significantly impacted some country or some people or some environment in a major, major scale for the better. Where do you think that is? I don't know yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I want a fam with you to stand, the stands. I got I got to go Kazakhstan, all the, all the stands. Okay. I, we have to do that because oh, that, that. that is, those are countries that never get visited by tourists. And so that would be a really like huge level experience of travel. You know, Pakistan, so we never finished, but Pakistan is another that's there that people need to know about. Yes. They, they have this terrible I'm negative right. connotation with it, but it's, it's not that. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about getting help. And same with Le- Lebanon, too. Yes. Yes. I have plenty of friends from Lebanon. Yep. And- I know them because they told me they love you. <laughs> 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 you know, a, a secret one uh, that is, I guess, the, the Vatican City or the Switzerland of the Middle East is Qatar. Qatar is the richest, one of the richest countries in the entire world. See, I've not been there. And, and Qatar Air is above Emirates, in my opinion. They, I mean, they took mm-hmm. Emirates to another level. Not that Emirates is anything <laughs> that is much less yeah, than no Qatar. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, until you go to Dubai, for instance, you don't know that America is just another country with technology now. Yeah. Yep, and, and, and some 30, 40 years ago, we could say we are the country of technology, but there are a lot of countries that have really gotten pretty savvy because they traveled. Mm-hmm. They traveled. Those countries traveled and are Americans. So the, the, um, I have a joke in this book. And by the way, I'd like to read. <clears throat> and I want this book to be in your hands, so I'm going to send it to you. But the Thanks. first page in the book, Colby, says the world is a book and those that don't travel on- read only one page. St. Augustine. That's powerful. How's that for a start of a book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's great. a joke that I have in there somewhere that says, um, someone that speaks two languages, bilingual, someone that speaks three languages, trilingual, and someone that speaks a lot of languages, a polyglot or multilingual. What is someone that speaks one language? American. <laughs> Boom, I knew. I saw you biting at the bit when I said that. I saw you biting at the bit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I use it all the time because <laughs> it's so true. It's I'm, terrible. I'm getting that coat. I'm getting that coat. I we are twin brothers. I can, I can do tie. something here. <laughs> Don't forget the tie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it, man. That's so cool. So, um, you need to download your experiences and marketing them. Uh, the summits and the and the masterminds that you're doing that is probably the biggest gift you're giving humanity is that you allow. The experience of the mastermind, because you know as well as I do, when you get away from here and you don't have cell service, you actually get away from here, like really get away. <laughs> so share some of the masterminds and summits you create. Oh my gosh, tons and tons of them. Uh, you know, we, we've we've done Roger Salam. Uh, we're we're doing Is one he right awesome? now. Roger? Yeah, I love him. I yeah. love Roger Salam. Yeah, he's, he's funny. He's cracks me up. Yeah, he's the he's winner's doing circle, like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. CEO of Winter Circle. Yep. That's Roger. Yep. 
When was your yeah, last one? So I had told Col- Colby that we had um, been hired to be the photographers on uh, the cruises twice. So, yeah. Now we just have to get all three of us on the same one, right? Well, we will. So he's looking at doing this December. Um, he, okay. was, yep. he was trying to do uh, two cruises a year, spring and winter. Um, so June and December every year. But then, of course, COVID came through and kind of wrecked that problem. Um, so now we're shooting for this December. We'll see if he's ready to go or not. Um, well, the fact that you have Roger uh, selecting you, I know he's extremely particular in making sure yeah. someone's a fit. And you have to work really hard. But the benefits you get is you get to work with the best people, too. So his standard may be high, and I know that what he put you through to get that opportunity, but I also know that you are also relishing the fact you meet some really freaking amazing people too. We do. I mean, we do. The people that come to his events and the people that he's connected with just blow your mind. And the neat thing, one of my favorite parts is, and this, is, this was Roger's idea, and I was like, perfect, because I'm, I'm right there with you, is on every trip that they do, they do want to have – just one day dedicated to philanthropy. So I know I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's so cool because so that many with people. Haiti and yeah, it was beautiful. We did so what was the country that you did philanthropy with last? Um, it was, I think it was Haiti. Did you just okay. say Haiti? Yeah, Andrew? yeah. Well, we did it with Jean Pierre with the orphanage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the one. Just just last was it last year? Right, right before COVID. Yeah and, yeah, and the cool thing about this comment is it shows consistency because if he just picks arbitrarily different places, they may not get the focus and the relief and the tipping point that causes them to have really a life that he's committed to them having. You, mm-hmm. you need to pick a place and continue giving. And, uh, and so I, I'm so happy that he picked Katie again. I want to talk to you about uh, fatherhood, your son. How old is your son? 14. 14. I and am so, older than I look. <laughs> and so he has been around the world right? <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> and how, how has that impacted him? And can you be specific? Yes, it, it has impacted him greatly. It's, it, he's learned that, you know, we're pretty well off in this country and a lot of people are not. Um, but it's also opened his mind to just being open, which is a hard thing. I think people mm-hmm. like to think that they're open, but they don't really know until you have to go there and realize like, Hey, you know what? we're in China and I know a little bit of Mandarin enough to get by, but if we go to the deep parts or where they speak Cantonese, you have to point at the menu. You have no idea what it is. You just, all right, well, that looks good. We're going to try it. <laughs> I mean, this is the pictorial um, dictionary, the universal dictionary of where you can point to a bank, a taxi. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was just saying that that's what you have to do when you're in other countries. It's yeah, it's true. And so he's, he's learned to be open to eating different foods. You know, he could be closed off and be like, no, I'm just going to eat a hot dog or, you know, no, we're in China. You're going to eat, you're going to eat their food. Hot beetle. Um, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we did. (laughs) I took him to the midnight market. We ate scorpions and spiders and all kinds of weird stuff that, you know, you normally wouldn't, but how old is he now? 14. 14. Nice. Let me answer questions that I already know. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I was I was answering someone who's asking questions about what we're talking about. So never answer any other question except ask me when I know the answer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, that that's helped him grow as a person. Just to because we'll try different restaurants, you know, anywhere now, and and he won't be. Oh, I don't want to try it. And this it's the same thing for just experiencing other people. You know that. So does he do flag counting? About, I'm sorry. Does he do flag counting? No, does he, I don't does know he count flags? Well, what flag oh, team? flag counting. Sorry, yeah. no, he he doesn't do that. He's he's still a teenage boy, so he's all into video games and stuff. But okay, well, my son was brought into the challenge when he was six to identify flags, what country and what continent they're from, and so he's become a bit adept. He's got seventy-five countries out of the two hundred six. He can recognize, say, the name of the country. He can't do capitals yet, but he he can say the name of the country and what continent they're from. So, it's a neat box that I can send you uh, the link I on like Amazon. It. It's 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 rather expensive. It's about sixty dollars for this deck of cards, but I mean, it's 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 plush. I mean, it's it's beautiful and resilient. It, so I'll, I'll show that off air to you, and we'll put a link for yeah. any of you guys that want to teach your kids flags because flags actually cause them to actually say, well, what is happening in that country. So I think so can cool. I tell you guys a little funny story? This is about my husband, not a child. We went to a St. Patrick's Day party Saturday night and they had flags up. And my husband said, 
I don't recognize that flag. Is that the Netherlands? And I said, if they're celebrating St. Patrick's, it could be. But I have a, a, a Ireland. suspicion that Ireland might be your biggest clue. And, and Niger. Patrick's. Niger has a very similar flag. Yeah, so we had a good giggle. At Niger has got theirs reversed, <laughs> if I recall. Yeah, I think you're right, Ken. <clears throat> it's reversed. And by the way, I know you'd be pissed off, Colby, if I didn't have all the flags in my book. Oh, yeah. Now, is this all the flags, or is that just your flags that you've got? Uh, these are, um, these, I think, are the 206. All the, all the flags at the time that all those places were countries, because wasn't Yugoslavia a country <clears throat> see, when you did that? Here's some social proof. Nice. Some of the places. Stonehenge. Yeah, so and so we're going to move gonna... all the rocks for Stonehenge for the ta- daily time change. Of course, yes, and then see all the mo- see all the money on one of my cruises. Oh yeah, you're a rich man. <laughs> and then all these people were sleeping in a subway in uh, in Seoul, so I decided to do a sleeping shot. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I can't wait to help you with your book because I think that's gonna that's gonna jar people to actually think, "Wow, what have I experienced in life?" And there's just so much. In fact. You could never fit it all in, but there are people that have been to all 206 countries. You, do you think you ever get into uh, North Korea? I don't know. Um, it sure would be cool, at least just to say that I've been there. It's it's not top priority right now for me. Um, <clears throat> maybe when my son is older. Uh, right now, I'm focusing more on getting him to all the places that he needs to experience so he can learn about different cultures and, and ways of doing things. But it would be cool. Have you been there yet? No, and it, no. I don't even know if it's a bucket list because it's it's a I, I care about returning and I care about being a yeah. father the rest of my life, so I'm not sure. But I, I have a Mark Twain quote to, to read real quick, if it's okay. Um, Twenty years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. Mark Twain. Smart guy. Smart guy. He's absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are getting close to rapid fire, but what else would you like to share with our audience that we didn't ask that uh, kind of keeps this as an open conversation? Well, let's piggyback right off what you just said, um, the regrets. I had a 92-year-old man come into my office not too long ago, uh, pre-COVID, wanted a trip to Italy. And I said, okay, you know, is it one person, two people, how many are going? He said just himself. And it was he and his wife's dream to go there. They wanted to do it for their anniversary, or I mean, for their honeymoon. It wasn't able to happen. And the next 50 years, it just never happened. She passed away. And so that was what kicked him into gear. And of course, we made it the best, best trip he ever could have had. But just thank people. I mean, he had to go solo now. 50 years of regrets. Well, there's, to me, go. there's another part to this. Um, I wasn't as fortunate to be as smart as you, Colby, <laughs> and, and become a career freebie of getting out to all these countries i had to actually pay the hardcore way but i decided i would rather die poor and live and see the world than to save my money and not know if i could ever travel or if i was physically capable of traveling so i did an outlier move i mean when i was in my 30s and 40s i decided i would go to see 100 countries and even if it broke me and, and that's not a good age when you're thinking about parenthood, <laughs> you're thinking about your retirement to blow your savings. But I decided, I don't know if I'm going to do it later. And so I decided I would. Do it while you can. Everybody says YOLO, you only live once. But uh, I like YODO, you only die once. Nice. You, know, you only die once. Yeah. So yeah. And it's, uh, I think people forget that all this collection of material wealth doesn't go with you. You no. do have to leave it behind. So it's... It's actually, what are you leaving behind that you didn't get to spend to have an adventure called life and a journey? Nailed it. So are we in good shape as far as rapid fire? Is there anything else, Andrea? Um, we, we just uh, can go right on to rapid yeah. fire. Yeah, because we've got about four minutes. So this is the rapid fire. So as quick as we ask, you answer. What book changed your life? Uh, Hatchet. Believe it or not. I yeah. do not believe it, but I believe it because it's you. Go ahead, yeah, Andrea. I, your son should read that. Um, what is the song that gets you jazzed up and moving? Acroioli by Yanni. I know nice. I guess that's but man, yeah. you are totally giving us new unique stuff. All <laughs> right. So so your book will be awesome because it'll have answers we've never heard before. So let's see what happens on the next one. What movie 
inspires you? What, what is your go-to movie to and be inspired? I really like Braveheart. Okay, so I agree with you. That's my number one as well. So let's go with a movie that would inspire people to travel. Stargate, maybe? I mean, okay. it's interplanetary. I thought you were going to say Eat, Pray, Love. I, I didn't know which, which direction. I haven't seen it. Okay, you, you got to see that one. That's, that's definitely a go-to. For, I haven't uh, seen it. Okay. okay, we're down a couple minutes. Go ahead, Andrea. What did you want to be when you were little? When you, you wanted to grow up and do what? <laughs> I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a hockey player professionally, and I wanted to be an airline pilot. Mm. Who is your you still hero? Desire to fly? Sorry, Ken. What? Do you still desire to be a pilot? Yes. Okay, then go for it because you're wearing the sky on your jacket. Um, so, what is who is your hero? And and part B, who would you love to meet? Real quick answer. Um, Mother Teresa is the hero, and I would love to meet Jim Carrey. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You just don't get better than these answers. Go ahead, Andrea. <laughs> Um, Ken, I'll revert back to you. Okay, last question. Here you go. What's a quote you live by? Um, I'm a fan of humor, so I like, uh, I once thought I was indecisive, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> that is a great one. And you may adopt <laughs> this quote that. I had in the front of my book about the world is only one page. I love that one, right? That so, is actually a serious quote. So yes. Yes. yes so, uh, Colby, you have been amplified. Colby Jones, you are awesome. Uh, I look forward to the friendship that comes from the show and also being your partner and creating a legacy with you for not just yourself, but for those that want to take on what it is to step out of the comfort zone and experience life. So thank you very much, Colby. Ken, you are amazing. Thank you so much. And Dr. Andrea, of course you are too. I, I really appreciate it. This was fun. This was well, fun. We're going to have two more things. One is we're going to have a photo after she says who the sponsors are and of course a smile. And we want to thank our sponsors right now. That's the Red Carpet Connection and the Umbrella Syndicate, MyMakeupLady.com, Lynn Benavides, the EMF Fix, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, Voice America Influencers Channel. And of course, we want to give a lot of love to Colby Jones, uh, one of our new travel partners. And uh, please think always of the KeepSmilingMovement.com, our 5013C charity of choice. And our major sponsor is Bees.Social. Enough is enough, the new crypto technology <laughs> educational system. Back to you, Ken. So if Colby has inspired you to travel the world, know that you are able to do so when you believe in hope because hope allows you to think beyond what is possible. So I hope you live a life and a week that caused you to think bigger than the world and connect with Colby Jones. Colby, how do people reach you real quick? They can get me at my website, which is currently under construction, but it is interlinecruiseconnections.com. Connections is plural. Or you can find me on all the social medias at Ask Colby. Dot com. That'll good. be my Instagram handle as well. well. I was so excited. I almost forgot to allow you that opportunity. So we'll put a <laughs> link in there for you and let's travel the world together. Let's travel the world. Thanks everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.